Justin, time is always appreciated. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing very well. And a, a lot to talk about still as we head towards the conclusion of spring practice. We'll talk a little Auburn basketball a little bit later on, but let's start with spring practice. Of course, uh, Hugh Freeze meeting with the media yesterday and also a little bit of a viewing window for the media as well. What is the general consensus from Hugh Freeze on, on how the team is coming along and, and what parts of the team he feels is, is progressing the most at this point? Yeah, I think the big thing with spring practices, I think, have been there's been a lot of good energy, a lot of good work um, being done. I think the things that have held Auburn back have honestly been things that are really understandable, whether it's you know little injuries popping up for certain position groups like wide receiver, uh, defensive back corner, I think has been the one that's had the, had the most trouble with injuries. Um, or it's just like just learning new systems and you just need to rep, rep your way through it, basically. Like, you know, you'll hear about the quarterbacks and the wide receivers, you know, being behind. Well, they're changing things completely uh, from what they've been used to doing. And that's just going to come from experience. It's going to come from reps. Um, so, you know, I think I think Auburn has, has shown here in spring practices when you hear, you know, guys who have stood out and whatnot, you hear a lot about guys who um, are new and guys that came in as transfers or, you know, high school recruits in this in this class, which I think – shows that you know this new staff did a really good job of of identifying their needs and, and really going after them and, and finding guys that could play for them right away um but you know that that shows just kind of what they inherited and the challenge is great this is an Auburn team that's lost uh, you know had losing seasons back to back years um so i mean it's it's going to be a grind and a build to get back to where this program uh wants to be but i do think spring practices have set a really good tone uh, for, for you know that on both both sides of the ball. A lot of work to be done, um, and you know there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of growing pains I think for this football team in the fall. Um, but you know you, you got to feel um, if you're an Auburn fan, you got to feel better about the direction uh, on the field uh, with with what we've seen and heard you know throughout spring practices. Justin, throughout spring practices, you know, you, you've gotten to hear from Hugh Freeze most every Monday since they've gotten started. And every week, you know, he, he gets asked about the quarterbacks. And so we then have to ask you about the quarterbacks uh, when you come on. And, and so through all the, the talk with Hugh Freeze and everything, what has been your takeaways of how they have progressed this spring? Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway we're going to come out of spring and I'll be interested to see how, you know, this this carries over into into the 8-day game on Saturday is I think – Holden Garner has really established himself as a true, you know, even competitor uh, with Robbie Ashford and CJ Finley in this battle. Um, I think last week he was kind of the talk of spring ball because he had some really good weeks, and I think he had another good week last week. Um, you know, but it's a rotation and it's pretty even. I mean, we saw we saw Holden Garner kind of come out as the first team guy last week in practice. This week, back with the third team. I think it's just kind of rotation of trying to even things out. Robbie Ashford's getting healthier. Uh, that shoulder that had been bothering him um, throughout the spring is getting healthier. Um, he's had some really good practices recently, and he was back with the first team yesterday. I think that just goes to show you that he's taking some steps forward and progressing. And, you know, T.J. Finley continues to do some good things uh, out there as well. And it'll be very interesting to see kind of where his mindset is and, you know, what his approach will be uh, here in, in the offseason uh, in the summer, whether he stays at Auburn or decides to go elsewhere, or if any of these quarterbacks uh, decide to keep competing here or enter the transfer portal, because, um, you know, I think these guys all have a shot, but it's hard to, you know, carry three quarterbacks that you feel like, you know, could be realistically be starters somewhere else. So uh, it'll be very, very interesting to see how that goes. But I think, 
the big takeaway for me will be Garner uh, really, you know, taking those strides forward and, and hang, establishing himself as a true competitor in this battle. Uh, and then also, I think um, a hel- if Robbie Ashford continues to get healthier, I think just a healthier Robbie Ashford has, has gotten a better, um, you know, better uh, report on him uh, than what we may have seen kind of early in the spring. And then obviously last season when he was battling so many injuries. And then, Justin, along with Hugh Freeze getting to talk to him every single week, the media has gotten to hear from a plethora of assistant coaches throughout the spring, which hasn't been the case of the last few uh, few years with Auburn football. From your from from listening to their comments and everything this spring, which position group for this Auburn Tigers team do you think is in the best position leaving fall camp or leaving spring ball? I think it has to be your running backs. Uh, you know, I would I would say maybe your DBs just because of the amount of experience they have there. But also, I don't think they're quite as deep. And then they need some of these reinforcements to come in over the summer uh, and help them out there. But your running back room is, is is in a great spot. I mean, Jarquez Hunter has been a star uh, in, in spring, like we expected. He's going to be the leader of this offense. He has great potential in this system. You said yesterday he's probably the best um, running back he's ever coached. The funny thing about that is that Hugh Freeze hasn't actually coached him in a game yet. And he's already saying that. That just shows you what kind of talent Jarquez has, but it's the rest of the room as well. It's in a really good spot. Brian Batia has come come in and is going to give Auburn a lot in terms of his versatility, in terms of his speed, kick return. Uh, he's going to be a shot in the arm there. Uh, Demari Austin's had a great spring. Uh, continues to develop, continues to take steps forward, and I think has the look of a of a future feature back at Auburn. Then you're going to bring in Jeremiah Cobb. Uh, you know, over the summer, and the only thing he did was just run for about 2,000 yards every year in high school uh, at Montgomery Catholic. Was one of the best running backs in the country last year. So, you know, it, it, it's just such a strong room, and it's it's a really really solid uh, group um, because you know you have a star, you have depth, you have versatility, uh, and, and you know that in Cadillac Williams, you're going to get uh, some really good coaching because uh, his track record since he's come to Auburn and now he's on his third head coach. Um, they want to have him around because he recruits and he develops and he takes care of a running back room just as well as pretty much anybody in the country. Talking to Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer here on this Tuesday edition of Sports Call. And Justin, yesterday, Hugh Free said something that's gotten a lot of attention uh, amongst uh, many media outlets, which is the, the idea that he would prefer to play someone like Troy or UAB in a spring game and have a scrimmage against them. How plausible is that to, to one day happen? Or uh, is the NCAA kind of just in control there? And, and uh, what would be the process there of, of, of happening one day? The NCAA would have to give an approval to it, and they've been a little bit more open. I think there's some new... Uh, regulations in basketball as well and teams to kind of do spring or uh, summer ball a little bit more and playing those games a little bit more frequently. Um, we already know about scrimmages in basketball where, you know, those closed door ones they have right before the season starts. So there is precedent. Obviously football is different. It's a collision sport while basketball is a, is a contact sport. So um, you are wanting to keep player safety uh, in mind. But as Freeze pointed out, like you're, your uh, your injury uh, risk cuts in half if you play somebody else because you know you're you're hitting somebody else or they're hitting you. It's not like you know when a guy when two guys at the spring game on Saturday hit each other. That's Auburn versus Auburn. I mean, that, that runs that risk. You double it up. Whereas instead, if you play somebody else, you know you can keep guys fresher. You can keep guys healthier. Um, you know, and I and I think it just it would just make for a more entertaining. Um, experience. I think you would get to learn more, uh, you know, from a, from a team perspective 
if you actually get to go game plan or at least roll out what you know against a new team. Um, so I, hopefully um, they come around to it. But like any of these things, what it takes is a coach like you for reason. We've been we've heard from others today. I know John John Summerall at Troy said he would he'd be open to it as well. Like it, it takes coaches talking about it and then and, and creating this public perception and kind of getting that word out and building it up and then what you can do is later on you can you know you know make those um you know make those kind of appeals to the to the rules committee and and uh the afca can uh kind of uh tailor it and, and, and put their support behind it and that's how stuff like that gets done so it'd be years from happening but um, it starts by getting the word out and getting the buzz up so hopefully that's what the start of this is couple of basketball ones now for you Fer, before we let you go and obviously on Sunday the big news was Wendell Green Jr. Uh, declaring uh, to, or going pro uh, obviously his pro prospects not great so when we look at this from Auburn's perspective how surprised were they uh, when Wendell made that decision and then as far as what Auburn will do uh, at the point guard position, do you feel that they are content with an Aiden Holloway and or Trey Donaldson in the starting lineup, or is there a, a, a potential to see a portal point guard potentially enter that starting lineup? Yeah, I don't think Auburn was stunned that Wendell decided to move on, and I think for a case for Wendell, that you know, for him, it's that if you want to transfer, it's kind of a bigger hassle since you've already done it. He reminds me a lot of what Jared Harper did um, a few years ago when, you know, if you're a sub-six point, uh, six foot point guard, you're looking around saying, you know what, I ain't getting any taller here. Um, so might as well, you know, strike now. He was all-SEC player this past year. Auburn's going to have more competition in point guard this upcoming season um, because Aiden Holloway uh, is coming in, because you have Trey Donaldson uh, as well. So, um, you know, I think it's, it's a good move for Wendell. Go ahead and get your money if you feel like you're ready. Um, and, like, even if he doesn't get drafted or he doesn't make a G-League roster, I mean, Jared didn't get drafted either. Um, but he's going to go make money somewhere playing basketball. And I think that's, you know, that's a really, really good thing um, no matter where it is. Um, so for, for Auburn, it'll be very interesting. I don't think Auburn's content at any position uh, when it comes to, you know, they have the transfer portal. They have several spots open right now. Uh, that they can use um, you know, to go after guys. I mean, there was news today of them going after one of the best transfer centers in the country. Um, so they've gone after forwards. They've gone after wings and shooting guards. A lot of that attention has been placed towards, you know, the wings and the twos and the threes on this team, you know, team in the transfer portal. But you have seen Auburn go after some point guards. There's some guys in the portal right now that they've contacted that are point guard guys. Um, so, I wouldn't be surprised if they, they struck with one of them, um, you know, and really pushed after him and got one. I think they could make it work with Aiden and Trey as your point guard, but uh, I think Auburn's going to be winning, win now mode. And why, why shouldn't you be? Um, you know, you have this flexibility, um, and, you know, why wait and, and sit around and play the what if game? Uh, if you've got the room, you can go attack the portal and get somebody. And I think that's what Auburn's trying to do right now. So, point guard could be one of those spots. Justin, if we were playing the game Battleship, you oh, with that last answer, you just hit all around my aircraft carrier, <laughs> which would have been my next question. Because I know at the AuburnObserver.com, we want people to go and check it out. You've got a running list of roster tracker where you're keeping an eye on guys that are leaving the program, coming into the program. I don't want you to give away everything that you know. We, don't, we <laughs> want people to go see your stuff and subscribe to your stuff. But give us one name that you think Auburn fans should watch coming out of the transfer portal. 
Uh, Denver Jones has got to be the big one um, because this is a dude who averaged 20 points a game this year at FIU. Uh, he's about a 37, 38% three-point shooter. I think he's 6'3", 6'4". Um, he's got that kind of that 2-3 versatility, maybe more of a 2. Um, and he's from Alabama originally. You know, he's from Newmarket, uh, played at Buckhorn. I mean, he, uh, he's a guy who started his high school career at Buckhorn. Like, he he was a junior college dude, went FIU. He's been one of the best players in the Conference USA. And, man, Conference USA had a great year of basketball once you see how far a lot of their teams went uh, in the postseason. So um, he's a re- he's the real deal. And, you know, I think Auburn would love to bring him in on a visit here. Uh, and, you know, shortly, I think Alabama's really hard in after him. Arkansas is as well because Arkansas is trying to get everybody in the portal like they always do. Um, but, you know, Denver Jones is the one to keep an eye on because I think he checks – pretty much all the boxes of like the peak player that Auburn would want out of the portal. And, um, you know, obviously having those Alabama ties will definitely, definitely help them out. Uh, if you're trying to bring a kick back closer to home this time next week, Ferg Bucky's will be open. We've asked you about that, uh, yep. many times on this show. So have you plotted when you will enter that, uh, that fine establishment? And do you know what's on the short list of potentially being purchased first there? Yeah, this is a this is a mailbag question I had last Friday, and and so um, you know I think uh, I'll see how I feel on Sunday night. Um, but it opens at six o'clock on Monday morning. Um, I would like to be one of the first people in there. Um, you know, if I can make it happen. I know they're having a big like ribbon cutting ceremony and all that. It's been a lot of traffic and you know you know all that all the stuff that comes with that like nine or ten o'clock, uh, but. Early in the morning, I just you know I think I I think I can make it work and be the first day of the true off season for me. So you know it's not like I have to be anywhere um, later in that day. So I think I could I think I can pull that off. And, and if that's the case, if I do make it on the first Monday, um, you know if you get there if you get there early enough in the morning, uh, you can get a you can get a breakfast taco there. And uh, my go to is a thing called the Hippo, which um, is see if I can remember it all off the top of my head. It is bacon, egg, cheese, refried beans, uh, uh, potatoes, and green salsa. On it. and it's very, it's very, very good. It's less of a taco and more of a burrito once you pack all that stuff in there. Uh, but it's real. It's what it's well worth the money. Yeah, no, that that sounds like a lot. Uh, that is a. That would be some way to start the day. Uh, so, uh, Justin, before we let you go here, though, uh, I, I know uh, Brooks referred to uh, the, the scholarship tracker that you've got for Auburn basketball. What else do you have, have going on right now with the Auburn Observer? Yeah, you can check out uh, yesterday's practice observations. Had about, I think it was over 2,500 words on, on that, so a lot of stuff in practice yesterday. If you want insights into that, uh, tomorrow writing a story on Auburn's inside linebackers. Um, there's a couple of trends with this linebacker crew that I think Auburn fans will be pretty happy to, to hear about after uh, talking to Josh Aldridge today. So you can check that out. Uh, we'll have Mailbag later in the week. Podcast as well, looking ahead to A-Day. We'll be you know, covering A-Day all weekend long. And then, uh, yeah, this is the perfect time to sign up because on Sunday, our sale that we've been running through spring ball comes to a close. $40 for your first year of the observers. The cheapest price we will give um, you at any point. And, uh, yeah, if you sign up, you will get all the off season, all of football season, and all basketball season for just $40. We email everything to you, whether it's a newsletter or a podcast. It's a whole lot of Auburn football and Auburn basketball, auburnobserver.com. Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer today on this edition of Sports Call. Justin, as always, the time is greatly appreciated. Hope you have a great week, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Absolutely. Thank you, man.